Hey guys, it's Erin. Oh, hey. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I forgot my name. <laughs> guys, have you hey. ever just had one of those days where you're just hey, like, what is Simone. happening? We're back. <laughs> back, back, back again. Took a one little week hiatus. So this is week six. We're episode six of our season two. Yeah, I put no, seven because... Seven. No, we're technically, we didn't record episode six in my notes, right? No, no, wrong? it's definitely like episodes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you might be right. Hold on. Hold on. Let I me, literally just had it. Let me get on Apple podcast and then let me go. Nope. Our last episode was six. So this is seven. Oh gosh, I'm so done. <laughs> Guys, it was only a four-day work week for me. Off. Right, like we literally just, we missed you guys, love you guys, but we needed to take like a little week. Yes, we needed to take a week because Aaron had family in town, of course. Yes. Shout out to Of course. Sup, Victoria, um, thanks for visiting. Yes, we had, I got to join them on their little family outing. Yeah. It was so it was much fun. So fun. I was a little drunk and then I fell asleep. Well, like, no, I did not fall asleep. I passed out. And then I passed looked over at you and out. I was like, did I fall asleep? And you're like, yeah. Like we were playing um Jackbox. Because that's like a like favorite game of ours in our house. And look over and Simone's phone is up. She's like ready to press for an answer and she is out. <laughs> Passed out. I was like, all right, well, night. <laughs> like it happens to the best of us. So no judgment, no worries. I you're safe. You're responsible. It's fine. It was so funny. And then we have like these crazy ass margaritas. I don't even yes. I don't even I wouldn't even call so, it a margarita because like it's straight it wasn't tequila. even margarita mix. It was like margarita no. flavoring. Thing. so these margaritas the restaurant we went to is like called Elsa's and it's like a staple in the Dayton area because these margaritas I'm using air quotes because that's what they are it's literally tequila with the tiniest splash of their own margarita mix yeah they limit you to two because you will be on your ass like at first you're like no nah, I'm good that first one you're like it just tastes so good that tequila let's go and then the second one halfway through you're like I can't drive home but I've committed to the second margarita so I'm gonna finish it that was me (laughs) and Simone literally when she was like oh no it's fine halfway through she looks at me she goes I'm not fine I was like I know literally welcome to that I was like (laughs) I was like I'm feeling it Mr. Krabs yeah for real like it's insane like, I remember when I turned 21 and I got one of those, I was hung over by midnight. Not hung over, though. Hung over, girl. I was miserable. Hung over? Well, because I had bad wands and we went to another bar. Okay. I kept drinking and, like, right. I was not good by midnight. Like, I was not okay. Oh, okay. I was not Yeah, okay. that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, I was pretty lit. Pretty lit. The belly was warm. I was a little <laughs> warm. My my face was hot. 
right? But, like it makes you like warm. Like you looked at me and you're like, bitch. And I was like, yes, I'm like, red. It's, I'm hot. it's hot. And it's she started, hot. you started breaking out knives and I got so scared for a sec. Yeah. You were like, are you good? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm fine. No. And then I did like a full body like literally she like pulled down like my chat like my shirt like, I was, like my chest she's like bitch bitch was like I was like it's not raised so we're fine right and I was like okay man you know working in childcare, you just start freaking out when somebody starts having red spots on her on their fucking face for no reason right you're like who's got the Benadryl Right. I was about to say, like, anybody have any Benadryl right now? <laughs> like, I was about to drive to Walgreens and save my best friend from her throat swelling. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> Die. Die. Your ass. Saved. About to save your ass. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so weak. Oh my but, god, it was so much fun. I was so glad you got to like come and like hang with the fam. I know your family's awesome. We're a bunch of crazy, so but they're great. And um, what's his face? What's his name? I added him on Facebook. Who? Um, Chris? Yeah, Chris! I Shout love out to Chris. Him. Yes. So Chris and he like, quoted Housewives. Yes. <laughs> he quoted his DD like, oh honey, let's go put some shoes on. Find you a home. He is amazing. I've been friends with him. I died forever now. I think like 10, nine or 10 years now. Like we met in uh, college when I first started college back in like 2009. You're old. I know. It's fine. We're I was in college in 2015. Mm, so old. <laughs> 2015. If that gives you some retrospect. I made the quote today. Um, what was it? It was so good. I literally was like, I may be getting older, but I'm fine with dating younger and getting those grays. <laughs> the, everything in that sen- sentence is like a thousand percent true. Like I'm living my best life and I have no. I wants. know you are living your best life. Uh, like, best life. Uh, yes. Well, bitch, it's Pisces season. So like, of course, this is like the time. I know. I'm like here so, for it. Well, Pisces season is the best season. I know. Because it's your birthday season. Fuck yeah, bitch. March 8th. Let's go. Let's do the damn thing. I will be dropping my cash app anywhere on social media. <laughs> Look out for it. Buy this bitch a drink. How do you feel about people adding like, their cash apps or Venmos on their birthday posts. I legit, or do you think it's like cute? Like, oh, send me like ten bucks to buy a drink or like something. Like, happy birthday. So I legit hate it on cars. Like, I've literally driven on the highway and it's like, here's my cash app. It's my like bachelorette or whatever, and I'm like, stop it right now. Oh, I but, saw that. I was like, that means your friends are broke, right? <laughs> I also I'm so bad because I don't do that kind of a thing so I'm not about it but I also don't hate on anyone because it's like okay what if your friends can't celebrate with you at least it's on there so if they want to buy you a drink they can or you know whatever it's just like not my style but as you know I'm old so you're not old please girl I would be 31 and thriving soon <laughs> that's true 
I'm about to be 25, so I'm getting like, up. This old bag of bones is living her best life, and I just don't care. I feel so. like an old bag of bones. <laughs> I do. I really I do. <laughs> like, my body sounds like popcorn in the morning. Girl, There's old day. cheer muscles. Old athlete muscles. Right? Like, you literally wake up, and you're just like, what's going to pop today? I know. Like, I, I go through, like, a whole thing. Like, I do my neck, mm-hmm. then my fingers, then my back, knees toes oh yeah no ankles toes. yeah if I like <laughs> point my feet for too long my ankles always pop like it's just oh yeah like I have to point my toes and point yes. them back to like crack them right like, like roll them to the side roll them around yeah like it's just insane but mm-hmm. I love it I have no it feels qualms. good right feels so good I wonder if anybody else has like poppable bodies like me like just cracking and snap crackle pop like a rice crispy body bringing joy to the world (laughs) girl no (laughs) oh my god this is when Simone's like so we're getting a new (laughs) co-host shut up No, no, because then it's going to look very bad. <laughs> That'll be like my third one. Jesus. Oh no. my God. <laughs> Dying. I can't. Dying. Okay, so we're going to get into it, y'all. Let's do the damn thing. So last week, obviously, we did not recap Housewives, but I'm sure... With the conversations we're going to have, it's going to overlap at some point. So just bear with us. We didn't get OC this week. I'm not upset about that at all. I don't miss it. It's not appointment TV for me. I just, it's, it's, if it's not involving Heather or Noella, I don't want it. I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's, that's the blunt, honest truth, Mm -hmm. which take it or leave it. But, they bring it. They Who? it's their show. Heather and Noella. Oh, they bring the drama. Like, Where are like, you bringing it? Like, I really, I really thought that you were about to say Gina and Emily are bringing it, and I'm just like, who Girl, the real storyline? I'm like, hair behind the ear, like, right? She just looked at me, guys, like I was ten shades of crazy. Which like, who are you talking about? I'm crazy, but. It's but regardless, fine. I'm a Heather stand, so I'm gonna like co-sign by it, like no matter what. Yeah, for real. But where are we starting this week? Do we want to start in Salt Lake and work our way east? I think we'll just do like Salt Lake. Yeah, because it's the finale. Yes, which <laughs> that was probably we'll get into it. Okay, so <laughs> finale-wise of what of my time watching The Real Housewives, that was probably not one of the strongest finales I've ever watched. I've seen better. I've seen, they've, they can, it was, again, like I always say sometimes, it's a fever dream. Yeah. That's how this episode felt. And- But that's been their whole season. No, well, it's been a fever dream, but it just kind of, it was a bad ending. 
Well, the only thing that stands out to me at the very end, and the only thing I wanted to know was what does Meredith know? Because she walked out all sassy, like head bobbing with her husband going, I'll tell you all who slept with whom that none of you know about. And I'm like, Oh, all right. so like, I think yeah. it's probably shit that everybody already knows. So that's why I'm like, nobody wasn't like too like turned up by it. No, I mean, Sister Mary Meredith. could have stood up for some people that episode and didn't. Who, Mary that's, or Meredith? Yeah, Mary. She didn't <laughs> stand up for Meredith. We'll get but, into it. We'll what, get into it. On, see, I don't even like feel like talking about her or the other bitch who shall remain nameless um because they're not on the show anymore so I just feel like that like when I originally found out she wasn't even going to be on the show mm-hmm. like it just kind of just started to fade into the background where I'm like okay I'm gonna we're gonna let go of this character right type shit but so I'm like even her behavior the last episode and by she I mean Mary yeah you could tell like she wants nothing to do with it. She's there for a paycheck. You're saying tequila tastes like water. You're, you want to know why Whitney wants smells like tequila. Bitch, you're at a tequila event. Well, you know, Whitney, like she drinks like a little fish. So she probably showed up drunk like she did um, Jen Shaw's. Right. Coach Shaw's right. birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And she might have, but we also saw her take back-to-back shots of tequila because she thought one was water. So I can't. Well, let's can't. just put that I, there. But this like whole season just made me tired. I just Mary, I'm just yeah, Mary. Oh, you know what? I really thought Jenny was about to call Mary a nigga. I really thought she was. I, was I thought it was gonna, I thought something crazy terrifying. was gonna slip out of her mouth. I really did after she threw that glass and she was like, the hood, Mary, you don't even know what the hood is. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, bitch, you don't know either. Well, and I, I literally was like, why would you, you're seeing her walk away from you because she does not want to interact with you. Let her go. Instead, you're chasing after her like a sociopath and you throw a glass? Like, please. Honey, no. I'm like, if anybody can throw a glass, it's Lisa Renna, okay? Don't talk about the husband. I was going to say, don't you talk about my husband. Talk about the husband. you're you're mad at her for a multitude of reasons which you cannot articulate and so you go after her at an event when you should have just let her walk away and you should not have even let your energy raise to that level yeah like I can't yeah it's so lame I'm just like can we just talk about the issue at hand please Jenny no one cares about you nobody cares nobody cares like jenny that's all you're getting from me today because i can't Mm -hmm. i just can't and you don't (laughs) deserve the air i breathe in my opinion no nope so i'm done with you and your racist bullshit i don't thank god she got fired because i would have i would have went over to nbc studios honey not the studio yeah i probably would have you know what they did at the capitol i'm gonna do that to mm-hmm. NBC. that's what we're gonna ah! do yes i mean i'm not actually gonna do it 
right. <laughs> off the record i'm not actually gonna do it i do on the record she LA. would not actually do it right no, but they LA. should know how i feel yes it's correct storm it's storm worthy <laughs> yes yes i would agree with that but how did you feel about lisa's vita party like as a whole i thought it was kind of boring it just thought it just looked like we know why we're all here type shit yeah you know like I didn't see any other guest I didn't really see much and it was during the day I thought it was a nighttime party right I was like when I would associate like tequila you know but that's not a daytime idea and shit but well and I didn't understand how you were throwing an 80s themed event but you don't want them to dress up like they do 80s yeah right so I was like sitting there going that you just want them to dress up because then your dress code should have just been like get cute yeah, it should have just said cocktail like that's it right that's so all I was, it had to say right so I was just like all right I mean your outfit is cute Lisa I'll give you that oh it was so cute but she was also because she was at her own event she was so checked out from the drama oh she was she was like keeping it together yeah and i was like it's okay babe like do your thing make your coin right. i get it it's your event so yep. you can act accordingly so she's excused i right. and i'm a just so i don't care <laughs> i mean listen lisa throws some shit out there that i'm like what is happening are you okay but in regards to her own event, well done for holding that shit together. Oh, she held it together because she could have lost it like she did on the trip and um, could have like seen her vein popping out of her forehead if she really wanted to tap. Oh my it. God. She would have like literally popped out a new like fast food franchise. I swear to God. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it would be called Baby Gorgeous. Oh, that'd be great. What would yeah. they sell? um you know french fries tacos like a jack-in-a-box situation okay i've never eaten a jack-in-a-box me either and i don't plan on it (laughs) and i don't plan on it there's too many things on the menu for me to eat there if there's too many things i'm not eating there like cheesecake factory no i mean like i'll eat there but like if i'm not exactly olympic sprinting to go there (laughs) yeah Yeah. go yeah that's fair that's fair but I don't know who I mean Whitney what what about like in her nasty ass sex scene that we didn't need to see for real like I was sitting there going I was was like all right I was like I I just fast forward through it because I was like I think I know it's about to go down they do it on the bachelor all the time like it's one of those dates and I'm just I was like you put your best you put your best red outfit forward, you pop the champs, you put your tits out and you made mm-hmm. some quote unquote love art. And that was a lot for me. I would have been fine with a bubble bath. I would See, that's fine. what most of them do is like a bath. bubble bath. Right. And I think she was trying to be different and it didn't yes. land. I mean, honey, you might as well just like set everything up around your pole because that would have been better I, know, I was for like me. why don't you just do a dance for him like I would right. have liked to see that I want to see her pole work right see I've been but watching she... Jocelyn's cabaret so oh my god I, I still need know, to watch that I know the lingo you know right like you gotta you got you I want to see her pole work that's what they call it I'm dead 
like <laughs> dead. Well, I don't know. I'm just very like lingo on unlock. Like you're unlock. good. Yeah, you're good. They're like, I know what I'm talking about. Guys, watch Dawson's Cabaret. It's on Zeus. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm dead. It's fine. I can't even. Anywho, but like everything that episode was just very like. I mean, Jen Shaw, good for you. You went down half a house size. Oh my God. Did you see her face? Like when the movers were like telling her the price to move all of her shit. And she was yeah. like, what? she was dumbfounded. And I'm like, but you have I'm moved like, yeah, more girl, than we got time. a budget. Welcome to the real world. Welcome to like, oh, I'm about to go to prison funds. Right. Can't spend but that much. Just- Right. And I'm sitting there going, Jen Shaw, like you legit, how do you not know how much movers are when you could move most of that yourself? I know you have all those boys at your house. Like all you would have to do is tell them to pack up their cars with some of their shit. Right. And you're like, like, I'll I'll pay you in pizza and, and whatever. I mean, legit, like me moving out. I was like, what do you want to eat today for lunch? Because I am broke. So Thank so God I have to pay you in pizza. In like beer. thank God for the men in my life that helped me move out of the apartment and yeah. get furniture from friends that they've gifted me and stuff like that. Your little chair, it's so comfy. I love that chair. But you know what I mean? Like I just Heather, her dad's memorial. Oh, that was sad. That really made me sad. Right? Like, you don't, you didn't have much of a relationship um, with him. That also made me question, okay, so how close in relation are Whitney and Heather? Because I thought Whitney see, would be there. See, and that's what I thought, too. So I don't know if it's, like, a second cousin kind of a thing. Well, I, I'm close with my second cousins. I am, too. But I don't know if it's, I mean, I feel like Utah, if you're blood anywhere related, it's like a big deal, yeah. which is a lot of people. But yeah. I was shocked that Whitney wasn't there. I didn't understand it, but I also don't know if she had something else going on, if it was a last minute thing because Heather just wanted something for her dad because she wasn't allowed at the other memorial service and all that because she turned her back, quote unquote, on her faith. And has like denounced them in public so many times. I don't mm-hmm. know if she just was like, I need this for me. So I'm going to do it and had her brother show up. Yeah. Also denounced his faith. But like the Mormon faith as a whole is so messed up. Oh, yeah. Very messed up. Just like, just the Christianity denomination. Yes. In general, it's pretty skewed. Me as a, well, was. <laughs> Grew, I was grew up in the church. My dad, was, mm-hmm. my mother ran ministries. Like they were in leadership. People knew yeah. who my parents were, and they seen everything left and right. Everything that went down, they've seen it. Like, yeah, this shit is so creepy. Normal in the church, it's like it's insane. The if the yeah. walls could talk for real. And like, I'm bad because I. So we grew up on the East Coast in Baltimore, just north of Baltimore. And um, literally, we lived on a road called Calvary Church. And we had churches all over that road. Mm -hmm. 
And so me being a very curious child would like ask my mom, like, Hey, can we check out this church? So I went to like Pentecostal church, Methodist, Baptist, you went to a Pentecostal church. How'd that go? Girl, that was so weird. Like I legit thought someone, I thought someone was having a seizure and they were like, no, I'd be calling 911. Um, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> right. Like I was Scary. born Catholic. Like I just really liked learning about different parts of Christianity as a whole because I had so many questions and I didn't understand yeah. why people hated each other for one thing when the greater part of it was like you all believe in the same person, just different routes of that person. But like, did you really read the Bible? And like, did you really think Jesus was white? I have questions, but it's fine. Dad. Anywho, but when I met, when I moved to Ohio was when I really looked at the Mormon religion. Cause one of my best friends in the world who I still talk to, to this day, who actually lives in Utah, she's Mormon mm-hmm. was let's reframe was Mormon. She moved out to Utah and decided no more. Um, they are a messed up. Like I went to her church once and they were like, so what branch are you? And I was like, what? And when I was like, right. And I said, I'm Christian. I grew up Catholic. And they were like, Ooh, no. And I went, not, Ooh, no. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, I've studied more religion than you have in your pinky. Like I have an associate's degree in religion, like religious history. So like, I'm confused, but they are so critical and so mean. And if you do anything, they don't like, like my friend literally had signs in her front yard for having a guy friend over oh my god like they literally called her an adulteress because she had a friend come over that was male and her husband was at work I can't I can't and they turned her away from her own church in front of her children like does she have like neighbors or like oh yeah hold on they all they were all Mormon and her quote-unquote closest friend who I'm I loathe and I've loathed for a very long time was the one to like start it Girl, when I tell you, shut I, up, shut up. You're joking. No, I'm not. When I tell you that she called me sobbing and I went full blown like mama bear mode, as you know, I do well. <laughs> yeah. I sent her biblical quotes. I sent her stuff from her own religion. I sent her like I dove yeah. and did not care. And then <laughs> my petty ass blocked her before she could respond. And the last thing I said to her was, I don't care what you have to say back to me. The mm-hmm. fact you can look yourself in the mirror is disgusting. And I hit yeah. send and then blocked her because Good. I didn't care. I wasn't going to lose sleep at night. You don't do that to a human. You don't do that no. to her children. That just shows me how weak-minded you are as a human. And I'm just not mm-hmm. here for it. So like seeing I mean, you should. Right. But like seeing people treat Heather so harshly when it came to her own father's memorial because she mm-hmm. chose to step away from a religion she no longer embraced or accepted was just bullshit that is your blood that's your father and that's hurtful is it like they didn't want to show up because they're not doing it like you know you have catholic catholic funerals mm-hmm. you know but like catholic weddings like so do you think her family didn't show up because it wasn't like a traditional Mormon funeral no. or just because like she's like excommunicated from the church like we don't want to be type yeah shit. you're excommunicated from the church so with Catholicism like my family is still Catholic my grandmother passed away 
in November, um, we're going to have a memorial for her next month. She died Catholic. I'm still allowed to take communion. I'm still allowed to participate in the mass. I'm still allowed to grieve with my family and be there um, because I took communion. I did all of these things, mm. but I could still participate. Even if I didn't, I could still be in the church. I could still do parts of mass that I can, but I'm sitting there going in the Mormon faith. Like I couldn't even go into the temple when my friend got married because I'm not Mormon and I'm not pure. Oh no. Wow. Wow. And like when I went to her wedding, I had to be fully covered like sleeves. Okay. Kind of like going to like a bot mitzvah because you can't wear stuff. There's right. So it was just a lot and I adore her and I'm glad she's out. Mm-hmm. But with Heather, it just broke my heart because of everything I know with that faith. None of it's shocking to me. It's just hurtful because that's your dad. And like, now she has to live with that. And that's for the rest so of her life. Yeah. Right. Sucks. Just it really her. sucks. I know. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, that family is just weird. I feel like there's some, I know some shit ass Mormons. So I know. I feel like there's more to the story. Yeah. There, there always wait. is. At least I hope so. I know we'll see about this reunion, but right. <laughs> I mean, but overall, this like Salt Lake episode, I was kind of like, okay. I know. Oh, we didn't talk about Meredith and her suits. We forgot about that. Like, see, oh, like Meredith. <laughs> see, the season finale was not, you know. I mean, it, it wasn't. But was it about the suits or the jewelry for Meredith, though? Because it was both. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I'm up. Just saying. I cannot but like honestly though this is probably I'm not gonna say one of the worst finales because like OC hello um in Dallas like there is worse Um, it yeah this episode didn't really like land the plane it didn't land the plane I think we're still no I'm very intrigued to watch that's why I'm like ready for the re- I'm ready for next season. I'm ready for this trial, honey. This trial is going to be on my birthday. This is the best birthday present I could ever ask for. Girl, I'm about ready to reach out to Jen Shaw again. Oh my God, girl. I'm, I'm not letting it go. Like, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this trial, honey. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. Like, I cannot wait. But, but yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> um, okay, so since we're at the end of the <coughs> season, do we want to give, like, underdog VIP? I think I want to wait for the reunion for this one because okay. I don't know. I know who's not going to get any votes whatsoever. I could say that. (laughs) Right. But everybody else, I'm kind of like, I need someone to show up for the reunion before I can make that call. Yeah. And normally I don't need to, but this time I'm like, I need, I need to do more homework first. We need to see how everybody's going to do on the final exam, AKA the finale. I mean, yes, uh, the reunion. Yes, and we already know two people who failed. So right, and we, they will never be named again because we're over. Everybody, it. everybody else, we all see who conquers all on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. 
Yes. <laughs> Jesus, these bitches are driving me nuts. I'm like, no. <laughs> Y'all, you can see Erin's face right now. She's like so done. I'm like done. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Let's do, let's jump to the other finale we had. So we're about to end yes. on Miami. I, this episode was so sad. It was, it gave me everything. I had chills. I had anger. I had tears. This is how you do a finale. Okay. Salt Lake did not do like we had, you know, let's do the next chapter. I'm ready for season five. Wait, no. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready for season five. Like, Let's go. Bring it on. I'm yeah. fine with everybody. I just wish Marisol was full time. That's it. I don't know how her Marisol and Adriana don't have full time roles when they show up full time. They stir the pot. They bring like, the drama. I mean, I loved Kiki too. Kiki was fun. I want to keep I loved her on. Kiki. She's I good loved energy. Her fashion. Yes. She brings the energy. She's fucking on time. Like she knows how to work it. I'm just here for Kiki. I will go to bed for Kiki. Like I adore her. <laughs> yes, let's have a Kiki. Let's, let's have, have Kiki. Kiki. Come on, Kiki. But these Miami girls know how they to- know how to bring a reality show. This is yes. how Housewives is supposed to be formulated. And they all look amazing, unless it's the night after they drink. Yes, and then and they, they turn know. red and puffy, and oh my God, and then makeup is smeared at all times, and, and it's hot. Like they're already in Miami, yeah. it's hot as hell. Yes, and I just it cracks me up. But let's start with Larsa, though. <laughs> Love it. So you literally show up. I am the worst because I was like, Larsa, you leave the table, go put your extensions in and come back. Well, and that's what she did. She left the table. guess what? She did it on purpose because, you know, it would have pissed Adriana off. And it did. And and she came in hot. She came in pissed. She came in hot. And then she's sitting there like, well, I don't even know why you're mad. Like, I didn't come in like that. My thing is... It's all Adriana's fault anyway, because she started it at dinner. Like literally the whole Kim Kardashian thing. And I do really think it's out of pure jealousy because it's literally coming from nowhere. Larsa isn't doing anything except for like the shit that she said about having the kid out of wedlock and stuff. Which is going to hurt Julia more than anybody in Nicole. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just like, I think she's just jealous. I think she's a hater. Oh, I totally think Adriana's a hater, but like Larsa literally came back in on another night, came in guns a blazing to another dinner that wasn't about her, threw everything out there, which is fine because you're mad. But I'm sitting there going, Adriana, you're accusing Larsa of being like Kim Kardashian. You're literally throwing all this shit out. And I'm just like, where, what are, do you need some water? Like you are drunk. Like drunk and thirsty as fuck. I'm just like this I was like if you're gonna nitpick at her like nitpick at her for like um I don't know just like well I mean they did nitpick her for being shallow and I'm just like yeah yeah 
No, they absolutely but did. Which that's the quality in a housewife. All of them are shallow as fuck. Like they're right. really She's, fighting over did who's you, the shallowest. Like, did you catch though when Adriana was like, not only she called the stripper lame, but even before that, she was like, "I'm going to go to Harvard." Did you catch that? I sat there and had to pause because I needed a minute for myself. Oh, when they were fighting. Yes. Whatever. And she's like, like, I'm going to Harvard. Harvard. I went to Princeton. And it was like, I actually, hold on. Let me see if she really went. Or were they just like. I I literally had to pause because I was so dumbfounded because if you went to Harvard, that's great for you. I mean, that's a great. I believe it because she's like. uh, But it's for what business i know why is her thing on google literally scotty pippen's ex-wife like because that's what larsa pippen is known for is scotty pippen's ex-wife they couldn't put like socialite like you know how it's just like actor but it's like right because that's how she's starting she's only just in my head she's only become a socialite in the past few years like she is scotty pippen's ex but even if you look at larsa right now like okay you have a jewelry line that you used your ex-husband's money for you sold your house with him and he gave you the money for that house not gave but you got the money from that house you know which is fine you have to you have to be okay but I sat there when she was like okay I get signing the documents yeah to officially get divorced I get that it's overwhelming it's upsetting I totally cried you know I mean you were there for all of that it's a lot but mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, you have millions of dollars and you're upset because you have to be on your own for the first time in your life where other women struggle to even leave their spouses because mm-hmm. we can't afford to do that without getting second jobs, without having to live with other people and yeah. to pick yourself up literally out of debt. And it takes years to overcome that. So I'm just sitting there going, okay, Scotty Pippen's F- ex-wife. Yeah. You're complaining about having to take the jet every other week to get your kids from LA. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, she's but you know what I mean. Fourteen million dollars. Yeah, but did she go to Harvard? Oh, it was. Um, um, it says that she completed her education in a bachelor degree from a public state university. Yeah, but public is not Harvard or Princeton. Oh, those are private schools. I think those are private. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine, if you were to Google me, which nothing may come up, but mine would say a public education because I went to a public college. You did not. I went to a private school. You went to a private school down the road for me. (laughs) I went to a private school. You went to a private school and I went to the better school. No. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. It is though. You guys have like more stuff to do. I mean, we are pretty awesome. So guys, I went to the University of Cincinnati for school after I went to Sinclair for a couple of little associate degrees. And Simone went to Xavier University. And our schools are huge basketball rivals. And they're literally like four miles apart it's like an intense basketball rival like it's very intense guys but like if you're not from the midwest they probably don't understand like how big sports are how important sports are here like guys there's like nothing else like 
like I, who you rep like who you rep as your team like definitely I don't know if it shows your personality but it gives you like a nice like where you're from so like if you vote for Mitt, like if you're like a Browns fan you're like you know you're from northern Ohio mm-hmm. period like yeah. nobody up there likes the Bengals we don't ew Browns yeah like people from Cincinnati don't like the Browns they'll rep Cleveland basketball like the Heat or they'll rep the Pacers oh yeah the Pacers every once in a while you'll see like a UK fan in Cincinnati which is just weird yeah it's very but but look at us talking about sports I know we're doing it again I know we're so well-rounded we really are (laughs) the men in our lives should feel blessed I right (laughs) guys Simone and I in any sports situation especially when it comes to basketball it's just not okay we're yelling or I get like I'm either yelling or I'm like hella quiet because I am crazy where I watch people because I'm like you're gonna get hurt like you just hyperextended you're gonna get hurt and then I just sit there and like watch I'm like crazy she and went Simone's- to the University of Illinois. Who did? Larsa. Larsa? Where did Illinois, Chicago? Oh, okay. Where did Adriana go? Because she was saying she went to Harvard. Uh, she went to Harvard. I like how we're like stopping to Google this. I know. Harvard. Maybe they're yeah. just talking shit. I mean, probably they were angry. <laughs> I'm done. Why are we? okay well anyways i'm not googling it i'm done i'm googling it because okay she went you to the, google it adrian went to the university of new mexico i'm leaving why are these bitches just i'm i cannot i cannot oh wait oh that's beverly hills adriana oh wrong one whoops whoops i'm awake oh adrian yeah sorry i'm so done okay i'll find it and then i'll literally put it on there i can't (laughs) but like okay so i feel so bad for alexia right now like my heart my heart my body hurts everything hurts for her right now every all of the chills the tears like i cried yeah i i know like your mom on your wedding on the day that you're supposed to be married your mother passes away one that's a hell of a sign crazy and two the pain of you waking up on your wedding day and she's gone so sad like jesus like it's supposed to be the happiest day of your life Mm -hmm. and instead you're planning a funeral no how heartbreaking and she's That's- gone through so much to plan this fucking wedding. Oh my like, god. When Gertie Gertie was like about to have all of her shit on deck, like girl, girl. But even Alexia before this wedding has gone so much shit in her life. I know. Like her previous her like fucking son, her fucking son beat up a homeless man. Like <laughs> but how do you, you not know from that? Right. Her son beat up a homeless man. Her son's father mm-hmm. prison. And then uh, your first husband. I remember like a, like a year ago, um, her son got convicted of like beating his girlfriend. Yes. And then 
your first husband died. So after your baby daddy went to prison, you got married to a nice man. He's in prison, which now your mother is buried in. Like the cemetery is where your mother is as well. Your younger son was in a severe car accident. Mm -hmm. And luckily physically is much better, but mentally will never be where he was. So now you're a full-time caregiver. You were engaged to a man named Todd, who I still can't get a feel for. I mean, they got married. They got married. So I hope, I hope for her because she is a good person that it, it just, it's better for her. I feel so bad for the amount of stuff she went through. Like so beautiful too. Oh my God. Yeah. She's stunning. She's gorgeous. I was on her Instagram and I was looking at her pictures with her mother. Um, and, and she posted, and I think today's Frankie's birthday. And I think she posted like a video montage and she is just so gorgeous. She oh my is God, just, yeah. I've never seen anybody who's, I think she's one of the prettiest housewives. I think so. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. My heart just broke for her. And then when Nicole helped plan that oh, gathering awesome. for them. And I'm very and her, proud of Marisol. Yes. Coming together and like putting yep. their shit aside for their friends. Yep. And then Julia just, my heart broke for her when they put the lanterns in the pool. She's like, oh. your mother's now with my son. I was like, I. That was so beautiful. Like, it's so hard to lose anyone. But then to say like, your son's now with like. I gotta stop because all I want to do is cry. Like I'm so like, oh, I'm not okay, and it's fine, girl. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. I know it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's okay, y'all. We have conversations. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, losing a baby is really hard. Yeah, of course. You know, like I unfortunately am coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. since I had my miscarriage which is crazy yeah That's you know wild oh my god yeah. yeah like if I my baby would be like a couple months old by now oh you know and it's fine everything happens for a reason so I have to feel very blessed um you know but it's so hard and hearing that it was very it was very hard you know but I don't know and then seeing Lisa going through one to bring up a lighter note yeah when she was drunk and wanting <laughs> fourth meal wait what lisa being drunk and being like i'm hungry like oh, she wanted right. fourth meal i was like but that's girl me. i'm here for like, it is the kitchen still open like can i have a cheeseburger <laughs> right but um her being open again with her fertility issues because her husband Lenny wants another baby and she's like the first two are really hard you hear her say seven rounds that is so expensive like one round alone rounds I was like what the fuck like one round alone starts at fifteen thousand dollars I can't fifteen and your insurance seven I I bet their insurance is like crazy your insurance doesn't cover it oh it doesn't it's out of pocket no because if you really want a baby that bad, you mm-hmm. would adopt. Yeah. So your insurance does not cover you not being able to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh so that's God. all out of pocket. That's so crazy. So 
I'm sitting here going, it's so expensive and it's hard on your body. It's hard on you physically, mentally. Like I, I wouldn't Just be there like for it. For IVF, don't you have to do like, oh yeah. Um, Megan King Edmonds did this, right? Like, yeah. So you have to, and... yeah. The first thing you do is you do this. Basically it's a surgery and you have to be awake for it. Okay. And it's painful. And it's to see if you can do it's called an IUI and an IUI is a couple rounds of shots to help your hormone levels go up. So you're more fertile. Okay. After that, if that doesn't work and if you can't get pregnant on your own from an IUI, then you move to IVF, which is hella expensive. And it is weeks of shots where you stab yourself in your stomach multiple times a day. Oh no. Basically I literally I've had friends do it and I'm like I love you but you're a lunatic and I yeah could I never could, put my body through it no but it's really expensive and there's not a hundred percent chance that you'll end up pregnant yeah so you may have to do it multiple times and like those that can do it I applaud you you are goddesses because I could never for multiple reasons but yeah I don't know this Miami episode just like broke my soul I'm sure it did. Yeah. But it was just so heavy. Shit on here. Yeah. And like, that's how you do a finale. It was really good. It was really good. I mean, there were some very great moments. I mean, I laughed at Julia when she dressed (laughs) up to ask her wife if the goats could move into their house while they were looking for new houses. I laughed really hard about that. Lisa showing up in a bright green dress for the memorial. Oh my God. See, that's some shit I would do. And she was like, I, I didn't get the memo. That, and I was like, like <laughs> it's a funeral. <laughs> it's like, of course. Like, but I'm the like, same way. Like, I will wear pink. I will, I will wear pink. That's I, why you text me and I tell you what to wear. <laughs> yeah, but you know, some people don't answer their phones. And <gasps> I was at work. It's fine. And then I showed up like I was going on a fashion. Like I was I mean, my- you were perfect for my family event. So that's true. My outfit was super cute. I was, was trying the mom jean trend, guys. She was, and she was rocking. I looked so. fire. I thought you I did. Good. I hope you I did. did. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I was like a little. You absolutely did. And I'm seeing Dua Lipa tomorrow. So, <gasps> I- oh my God. So many, I know. So, so many snaps. Like, literally. Okay. So we were sitting at work, girl, and literally, like, I was like, Dua Lipa's going to be here. And my friend Caleb and looked at me and he was like when is it and he's like I'm gonna find a way to get like we literally have to like book it like he gets off work at like six and the concert starts at like 7 7 30 or something but I'm like well concerts never start on time so I think we'll be and okay she's not an opener so she won't even start yeah till like that's what I said too I was like I think we're gonna be okay yeah <laughs> So yeah, girl, we found some really good seats for like 128. That's not bad. I know. And I was like, wait, wait, we can't pass this up. Like we have to go. So we were like, we bought them right there. (laughs) I love it. I'm literally looking to see who opens for Dua Lipa. Some like French person, like, I don't even know. I don't know who, who they are, what they do. Hold on. (gasps) Girl. 
Dua Lipa announces 2022 tour with Megan Thee Stallion and Caroline Polochek. So I'm pissed. It's like right after this one. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. All right. It's in Columbus. No, Meg is not going to be there. Oh, that's the next no show. Right, girl. It literally right. state Meg Thee Stallion is not going to be there. Stop. Don't get me excited. I mean, it says. Don't get, me. 26. don't get me excited don't get me excited i'm just saying Aaron. like i am a firm believer in looking at lineups before i go to shows because i like to know what's happening i'm literally gonna punch you like wait are you serious i don't know meg isn't gonna be there meg is not gonna be there i think she has covid i've heard she has covid or somebody has covid hold on let's look are we really sitting here like Googling this right yes, now? Yes, we are because this is serious. I can't. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Because this is just who we are. COVID. I'll have to yeah, find it later and I'll COVID. send it to you. Oh, wait. No, that was December. See? Someone, wait. <sighs> okay. Okay. Wait. I swear I heard something on the radio today. Okay. I just found her set list. I'm crying. Why are we really stopping the show to do this? Girl, this is what I do every time. Oh my God. I'll literally send it to you right now. Okay. Okay. So anywho, this is just, <laughs> if you guys ever get stuck going to a show with me, like this is what I do. Oh my <laughs> God. We're seeing who's opening. <laughs> oh my God. Well, because if oh it's going to be a good opener, then yeah, you need to get there. And if not, you can take your time to get there. I don't know, girl. Like. Either way, we're okay. Physical new rules. Love again. Cool. You know what we need to talk about? Melissa's pink party, which wasn't so pink. Wait, did we talk about everything on Miami? Do we have any final thoughts? Are we ready for the reunion? I'm so ready for the reunion because it's going to be fire and I'm ready for it. But like, okay, so the outfits, the the outfits, the outfits girl the outfits okay i'm pulling them up on my phone to recap that is how you dress for a reunion okay everybody has been missing the mark lately except for potomac did okay but atlanta always everybody always looks fabulous right you don't have to worry about them however um didn't really like salt lakes outfits either no it's pretty trash um not good but yeah this is how you dress for a reunion i wish everybody would kind of like take notes for the looks because i'm getting i'm getting a little tired i'm getting a little tired we need to do better and i mean miami normally like serves so yeah i mean Larsa- all season i i haven't had one complaint about the fashion no, not I mean, said anything. The looks that I've seen, yeah, I'm not mad at from Miami. Like, oh no, they're really cute. The only one I have like a problem with is like Adriana's, but like that's about it. Yeah, I mean, Gertie's top is a little tight, but Gertie's dress is gorgeous. But there's oh a photo of her where she's slightly leaning forward, and it looks like her nip is about ready to bust out of that corset top. Good. Adriana, like, girl, you know you wear a fucking ball gown. So I don't know why you showed up in a homecoming dress. <laughs> I don't know dress. why she's wearing a, a cocktail dress. I really don't know why. 
you know, but like everybody else like came to play. So I'm not mad. I wish Kiki would have been there though. I think Kiki's going to be there. Is she? I think so. I, let me watch the, I'll watch the trailer again, but I'm pretty sure she's there. I couldn't remember if they like said she was going to be there or not. And I didn't see her in a look or anything, but I don't know. I'm very excited for it, but yeah, I mean, let's wrap it up with some Jersey. All right. Okay. These Jersey ladies. So how are we feeling? I really like this Jackie and Dolores feud, to be honest with you. I'm not mad at the feud, but I also catch the feeling that they are going to make up quickly from this because it is Dolores and she was going through a lot when they started the feud of who's a better friend, which just made me laugh because I was like, what in the hell? You know, like, I just didn't understand. Yeah. Why they did like even start this right now right like I was like who's better friend like what are you five like she said she's not my friend no more like I was very confused about it like still confused and I just was like I don't have the energy for this but I don't know I I mean this gave me a lot I'm excited for the next episode just based on how Teresa left oh my god oh my gosh she was so mad but I'm like girl what do you mean you're leaving bitch you got a film but Melissa was dumb as fuck for reading that text but like (sighs) yeah she just I mean Teresa doesn't even like Melissa so I'm just like I just I just wish the bitch would like stop trying (laughs) right but I sat there I was like you're really mad at you're not even mad at Melissa, which is fine, but yeah, you're mad at production because Louie didn't want to be involved because Louie's throwing a temper tantrum because everyone's talking about him. Yeah, because you went on, on this naked man's I am man, hear me roar bullshit because I have anger management and like, but I'm white and have power bullshit and it's fine. Exactly. And you're mad because people are talking about it because who does that? Right. Like, please. Please, I don't know. No. Like the whole situation is like so fucking weird. It's weird. Louis is weird. Teresa's being weird, and I get that she's happy and whatever. Like totally get it. But I'm just like, it's just so like, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. See, it makes me very nervous because yet again, you're. I understand you love this man, and when you know when we love men. Mm-hmm. when you're in love you will do anything to protect them you will stand by them like that's but, your man right that's your man that's what we do and when I am full for someone and I'll protect them too I've done it before I have you know I'll do it again but I'm sitting here going you jumped down the throat of a producer because your man was angry for what purpose other and you were like he didn't sign up for this he dated you knowing what he was getting into. What do you right, mean he didn't like, sign up for this? Honey, if he was not ready for this, he wouldn't have asked for you to move in. He wouldn't have asked for you to get married. So please tell me how he didn't sign up for this. I don't understand. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like there, like you knew that she was filming. Like you literally have to sign off on shit like to be filmed. Like, so I'm just like, what what are what are we hiding? What are we right? Hiding? And that's And that's my thing. Like, I understand you and I have this wonderful podcast and we occasionally bring up the men in our lives. 
do we air their laundry? No, because it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not our business to do so. But they also understand that they're going to be brought up every once in a while. Oh, of course. It's our like, lives. We're going to talk about you. <laughs> right. And luckily our men are very understanding of that. Yes. But I'm sitting here going, your man is so mad. He's not, he's going to kick and scream like a child. And then you're going to leave. Right. Because he's freaking the fuck out. Like, come on. Right. If that were me, I would call and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's, what's the problem? Coming? Do I need to meet you? Because then I'll happily leave and meet you, but I'm not going to cause a scene to amplify the situation. No, like it makes I'm not going to do that because if it's truly not an issue, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be an issue, but you're turning it into one, which is only going to make the situation worse. Exactly. And you know, your, your girl is a fucking hothead. Like she has no problem in any of these producers out, like trust. And they know that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You already know that Melissa and Joe are drunk the second everyone walks into the house because they put tequila into, or vodka, they put vodka into the water cooler. That's actually very smart though. Like if I ever have an apartment, I think I'm going to do that. Then you have like access to like tequila, you know, I see nothing wrong with it. I think it's very efficient. (laughs) I mean, I'm not judging you. Right, turn into like a little like mix. Oh, but I'm totally here for it. I'm here for the creativity. Yeah, I wasn't mad about their beach shades. I wasn't mad about the shots. I wasn't mad about Melissa walking in on Marge. You know, I got that was funny. Most I funny. died. I but died. That was like really I had funny. no issue with that. How did you feel about Dolores and Jackie going toe to toe at the beginning of the episode? Oh shit! I thought Dolores was about to knock the bitch out. I was like, really? Yes, here we was. go. I, I really like, thought she was. I was like, not even a little bit like upset. Oh, I know you. I can totally like, yeah, you're like Dolores. I love Dolores. You are I Dolores. Love her. Like, I will be a ride or die, or I will be the person to bite your head off. It takes me a lot to get to that point, though, which reminds myself of a lot of Dolores because you have to push me to get me hated. Like, you know, this. Like, I can stay very level-headed I can be passive if I need to be passive but if you push me I will kill you type shit we're done like I will no longer speak to you I will have no care I will sleep well at night like don't yeah the wrath of Aaron is really scary it's very scary (laughs) it only comes out every once in a blue moon yes I don't like to unleash that side of me only when it's like needed necessary (laughs) <laughs> and, and I like, feel like you go from zero to a hundred girls I'm scared of your ass and I'm not scared of a lot of people but I'm scared of <laughs> Simone has seen me like halfway to heated you on 10 like oh y'all <laughs> but if I have to be that person especially for like those in my life I yeah. have no issue stepping up and being that person but um but you took you've gone head to head with like the craziest parents, like of crazy parents. Yeah. And like the big old, the big old dads and like girl, you've gone. Remember when she, oh my god, remember when um homeboys, I'm not gonna say names, but I think you'll know what I'm talking about. When one of my kids started biting one of the kids, and then the dad came in and he oh. was like. I'm gonna shoot you and da, 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 with his 
ugly ass construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know exactly what you're Oh my God. Yeah. Psycho. I thought he was about to cuss me out when he was like, Jace, let's go. And I was like, Yeah, you were so I was I like, is he about never. to scream at me? Like, yeah. So what? like my excuse end goal me? when I was Simone's boss was to never let a parent into the room before I handled the situation. Because one, I didn't need my teacher to deal with that. They didn't make enough money for that shit. And oh, no. two, I knew how to handle that situation where I couldn't always count on the teachers to be able to handle themselves to not say anything that could lead to a bigger problem that I would have to create. Right. So I remember they were quote unquote young parents. They love to remind me of this, but it was their first child. Um, and when you have a child in between the ages, of like 12 to like 18 months, I'll even give it to 24, 24 is pushing it. It's a really big biting age because they can't fully verbalize how they're feeling. So when they get mad, they just, some children need to biting because they can't say, I don't want you to take my toy or I want to play with that. You can't, or, you know, anything, the list goes on and on. Anyways, these parents, if I had to call them and say their child got bit, which is for anyone in a position in daycare is like the most nerve wracking phone call Uh, the parents can either be like they deserved it they're fine move on or the parents are like ah murderer i'm coming to get my son with a gun calling state um and these parents were the kind to try to unleash state and do all these things but unfortunately they didn't have a leg to stand on for a multitude of reasons Nope. And so literally this dad comes in, he works too hard. He makes too much money. What am I doing? I'm a moron. And he's just laying into me. And I went, he said he makes too much money. It was like a whole thing. And I tried not to laugh. And he goes, you know, much you just money? have to understand I'm a young Bye. parent. I said, right. And you're a young parent and I'm trying to educate you on why this is happening. Yeah. You're not hearing that your son is taking toys are attempting to buy other students and you're trying to tell me I need to tell you the other child which is against the law because I have to protect all parties involved yes and all of these things so I lay on all communications of why you're not being logical Mm -hmm. and trust me there are there are situations where the parents have every right to be mad I'm not downplaying that at all I've seen from other daycares outside of my own reasons for parents to be mad. But this case, I was like, sir, if you're going to remind me that you're a young parent, then let me teach you something because this Literally. is going to continue to What happen. did he say? Um, which time? Like, I'm a young, does he like, did he literally say, oh, I'm a young parent? Da, 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 da. Him and his now ex-girlfriend, baby mama would remind me that they're young parents and they're oh, trying what? to understand where I'm coming from. And yes, I was older than them, but I went, okay, that's no longer a reason because at this point you're acting like a child as well. And I could walk you to my back room so we could talk about social and emotional behavior. Social and emotional behavior. Oh, I'm so weak. Yeah, that, that was... Oh, and that's when that I always then went, the let me walk thing. to go get your children. Cause I never like wanted them to walk in there alone unless I completely yeah. had calmed them down. 
So then I would walk in with them and like quickly remove the child from the room so they didn't have time to talk to my staff because I was like, you're not going to talk to them without me. Are you? <laughs> you thought. You thought. Right, like, you crazy if you think I'm going to let you talk to one of my staff. <laughs> Please. I yeah, should know. That, yeah, that dude was like, he, when he came in, I was like. He was redheaded um, and angry at I know. All I was like, why are you walking like that? Like, he had like a yeast infection between his legs. Like, I was oh, like. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was sitting there. <laughs> I was, what is your problem? Can I just tell you, I just had to like have a conversation about what a yeast infection was in comparison to a UTI. So this just makes me laugh really hard. Said that. Story for another day. Uh, I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> laughed very hard just now because of the fact that like, ah, no. Oh my God, I can't. That's that is my life. Is yeah. a never-ending wonderful journey of conversations, and I just I adore it. <laughs> I adore it. I know who. I think I know who. <laughs> I think I have an idea of who it is. <laughs> oh my gosh! We okay. shall see. We shall see. I'm but dead. Dolores is wonderful, and I adore her. I I am so sorry for her and David to not make it out of their five-year relationship but good for her no but good for her for being able to stand up and say like I need better I need real commitment I want something more than what you have to offer Mm -hmm. you know the family dinner that she had with her ex Frankie that was fun I was so uncomfortable because I when he was talking about having bitches at the house and shit and just like East Coast families don't talk like that, so I don't understand how that came. Like, ew, sir. I don't want to imagine having sex with a man like Frank Sr. He looks like he has the meat sweats and, like, he just smells like he just, I don't know. He just looks like he stinks. But, girl, like, in front of your grown children, you're like, I know. So I can't bring a girl home? No, the answer is no. That's so. No, no. I mean, I don't know. People think he's fine. And I'm like, I don't think he's attractive. Listen, young Frank Sr., sure. The photos of him and Dolores. But he looks like Frankie Jr. Well, Frankie Jr. is fine as hell. I think he's cuter. Oh, he is. But I'm just saying. But anywho. (laughs) Yes, Frankie Jr. can get it anytime, anywhere, any day. Let me know. No, I, I don't know. There, but how? So with Jackie and Dolores going toe to toe. Okay. How did you feel when it came to watching Jackie's doctor's appointment? Oh God, that broke my heart. That broke my so heart. She's you so you got Jackie. It was a really hard scene to watch because Jackie's gone through an eating disorder. For the past 20 years. I mean, she was, when she got married, what, 90-some pounds? Her backbones, you can literally see them in the back. Yeah, you can see her, like, bones. It's chilling to see her wedding photos. And the fact that her husband was brave enough to tell her, like, the kids are noticing that you eat the same meals every day at the same time every day. Her kids are old enough to like pay attention and like yeah yeah and at her kids age that's a vital age to teach body positivity and how to take care of yourself properly and 
because eating disorders happen around that age. They start around that age. And it was so hard to watch. And for her to be able to be brave enough to go to a treatment center to try to get help and then to hear the harsh reality of her eating disorder that if, okay, moving forward, you could have a heart attack. You could be facing severe health issues because of the damage you've done to your body Mm -hmm. is terrifying. That is, it is. It's crazy. Like when she was saying that she was like losing feeling in her hands and just like, it's she's tired all the time, which shows that she's not getting the nutrition she needs. I mean, yeah, it's terrifying. Have you ever struggled with like eating habits and stuff? I mean, I would say yes, because of the fact that I've gone through highs and lows of my life of overeating to hide my emotions or Mm -hmm. forcing myself into work situations, not because I don't want to eat, yeah, but it pushes my mind to, I don't need to eat. I don't have time to eat. Um, and I feel at a place now in my life where I'm finally going, I'm not only working out to better myself and my health, but also I'm balancing my diet in a way I haven't healthily in years. Yeah. Um, so I'm very grateful for the plateau I'm at. What about you? Good for you. I mean, like, yeah, because like being an athlete, like my whole life, um, my, I was always taught to, um, eat food so you can perform. So I always, okay, it's time to eat. I know I'm going to burn this off. And so like, once I got to college and all that stopped, um, I gained weight like super fast and Mm -hmm. what else? Like I, I was still in that mentality, like, oh, I have to eat because I have to I'm going to do this and that and that. And I'm just like, wait, my body, I have to like reach, I had to retrain myself how to replenish my body, Yeah, which I was like, I can't really like just eat a granola bar, like a protein bar. Just like, I know I'll make it through this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I need to sit down and like actually eat my, eat a meal. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's so hard. I mean, I know men go through this too, especially male athletes. But I think it's hard for athletes as a whole because you're trained to eat so many calories, to eat so many carbs a day. And then when you stop being that athlete, no one prepares you that your diet needs to change the day you stop working out, the day you stop pushing all of those, you know, workouts because you're going to gain weight and then you're going to have the issue of, I was never like this. I'm not used to this. And you're going to have to retrain yourself to where I was never taught. I mean, I did sports medicine. I worked out from a very early age. I've been active as a kid because I was a good athlete. No, um, was not. I'll admit that. But I was taught, okay, this is the healthy food groups. But now in my 30s, I'm realizing you need protein. You need yeah. certain things to have a healthy meal. And it's not about how much you eat. It's what you eat. So now I'm finally getting comfortable going, okay, I don't need to eat half of this in order to eat well. I can have a full meal, but I also need to exercise and give my body what it needs in order to use the fuel correctly. It's just crazy because you don't learn that. And I wish schools they don't teach you that. No, I wish they taught a healthy, balanced meal and a workout regimen. 
where yeah. English health class went with a workout class at the same time. Oh, that would have worked. Oh, that would be nice. And like now in schools, um, they do um, SEL, which is a social emotional learning practice. They need it. They need it. Kids are really benefiting from it. Like I'm a firm believer in it, which is really, really super awesome. Um, yeah, but I'm sitting here going, where was that when we were in school? Because we, I knew so many kids that didn't eat or they binged and then purged. See, okay. So like when I was in high school, I noticed a lot of girls would like pass out during class. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed it, like, especially like my soft. No, my junior year, like junior year, senior year, like I remember girls would just be like passing out in class, like falling over in their chairs. Yep. They would have to get like wheeled out. And then like, I just remember it just being a thing like, mm-hmm. oh, someone passed out in my class today. Like, like what? Yeah. That's not normal. Like that shit no. was weird. It, it was yeah. weird. I don't know about like, you, but I remember like girls passing out. I mean, we had that, but like, I also noticed it more. So like when I lived in Baltimore, we didn't have the food plan that was in place when I moved to Ohio where, which even in Ohio, it didn't happen until after I graduated high school. So I really can't say it was in place here, but it was, you know, if you couldn't afford to eat, you had to look at how much was in your your account and go, okay, I can eat a bag of chips today Mm -hmm. or I can afford a side today or I can afford, you know what I mean? Like you had to budget for what you could eat if you couldn't bring a lunch. Okay. You know, and that was even the case when I moved to Ohio Mm -hmm. was okay. I could afford to eat a side or I could afford to eat one nice thing a week. And then, you know, little things, which I don't ever discredit my parents for whatsoever. They did everything they could for me. And I'll take that. But school lunches when I went to school were expensive. They were expensive. Really? We didn't have the school budgeting system that's in place now where Mm -hmm. kids do not pay for their meals. Oh yeah. The free meals, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like a completely different world. And so I just wish schools and curriculum coordinators would also incorporate a healthy balance to exercise and meals because no one should ever be shamed for what they're eating, but no one else should feel like it's not fuel for their bodies. And they like, okay, you want a cookie? That's fine. But then Mm -hmm. also let's talk about how you're allowed to have a cookie, but let's talk about what protein you ate today, what vegetable, what fruit, and Mm. build you up from that instead of going, Ooh, how many calories is that? Like, no, no, don't starve yourself, fuel yourself properly. So you're not tired. So your iron levels don't deplete. I could go on this for days. So I'm so sorry. No, seriously. No, you're fine. Like, no, seriously is a thing. And like, I grew up in a pretty like affluent area of Cincinnati. So Mm -hmm. what you're speaking of, like, I have never seen that firsthand personally I've never seen it before like the free lunch program like Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you what it is and by your story like it definitely gives that view of like you know this shit's real like these kids need it they need this or else we're gonna have adults that are like Jackie Mm -hmm. still struggling 
many years later and still trying to figure it out with four children and her children are starting to catch on. Like it's generational. Like her daughter could catch up on to it. Yep. Even oh, her son. how you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you ever get to know like pole vaulters when you were in track? Oh, yes. Or I mean, how gymnasts. many of them? Yeah. How many of them though had an eating disorder? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me because they, now that so I think about vaulters, it. they have to hit a certain weight in order to use the poles they have. Oh. If they go over, they can't use it because mm-hmm. of safety. If it's under, then they have to figure out how to gain weight before they bolt. Yeah. You know, wrestlers, they have to hit a certain weight in order to compete. Swimmers, they're huge on body dysmorphia. I mean, oh, the yeah. amount of athletes that have body issues. It's crazy. Like, I'm when almost like cheerleading. Girl, I was cheerleading and, and I was a runner. Right. I feel like That's the very only... hard on myself. and now I'm like a size now I'm like a size 12 but girl (laughs) you're gorgeous like you're gorgeous thank you but it was a big gap like I was a teeny tiny little thing Mm -hmm. so scary and now it's crazy because I'm still getting used to this body like you said Mm -hmm. still getting used to like my curves and like what looks good on me because I don't have the body I had before that's like yeah a rail and no hips, like no, but nothing. Right. You know, but I also feel like you don't talk about the fact that you're so different now yeah. than you were when your hormones were jacked. Oh girl. Could, that's why everything was, was delayed. That's why everything was delayed. Cause I'm like, what? Yeah. Was like when I was 21 and I was like, what what is this like what what do I do with this like girl like if I I'm like one of those crazy people I have to wear a bra at all times oh same because gravity and I can't afford gravity's not no 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 because we're the same bra size we are indeed you know but I sit there and I'm like okay I have to wear a bra it has to be supportive Mm -hmm. because if not one it freaking hurts and two I can't afford a boob job, so I need these to we'll be We'll find us somebody who can sponsor us and give us boob jobs. That'll be fantastic. Girl, we can go under the knife together. My name is Erin Donlin, and I will be able to do that for myself, so. Or if somebody wants to pay for it, that'll be awesome, too. Whatever. <laughs> no. It's going to be my treat to myself one day after I have children. Yes. You're going to do the mommy makeover? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I had children and if I want a lift and a reduction, I deserve one. Right. No, you deserve it. Of course. I want a lift and a reduction so bad. Yeah. But it would just, it would just make my life so much easier. Yeah. Like I want Dolores. Oh, she looks so good. I want her doctor on the line. Girl. Okay. I got to ask. Okay. Your boo thing. When you guys are cuddling and if mm-hmm. his head is on your boobs, does he ever complain about his neck hurting? He doesn't really lay big? on me. I lay on him. Oh, girl. I don't think. No. He lays on me. Spoon and, like, always. See, I don't mind being the bigger spoon for my man. Like, I just don't. I know you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. But ugh, this gorgeous, gorgeous man, he literally will sit there and then be like, 
your boobs are too big for my neck and they're hurting. So how have to like are move. too big for my neck and hurting. So like has to like readjust. And I just like laugh because there's nothing I can do about it. But like, sir, you're welcome for the pillow support you had. <laughs> I'm dead. But I'm like actually weak though. Yeah. I'm usually I'm usually um small small spoon. Okay, well, do me a favor. The next time you see your man, be big spoon just for a little bit and see what he says. Yeah, for real. After this, go to your boo thing and be like, all right, Aaron's making me be big spoon. Just like lay on me. Here's my boobs as your pillow. And then let me know when your neck hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll try that. And he'll look at me like, bitch, what? (laughs) And I'm going to be like, just just let me just do it. You will look at me all types of sideways, but I I just know him. <laughs> I know his ass. Oh my god! So. This is but why yeah. I adore you, and it's why I love you. Best friends. Ping ping ping! Squirrel squirrel squirrel! Glitter glitter glitter! Twirl twirl twirl! Together forever, Linda. Best friends. Oh my god! Fuck. But I mean, like, okay, so we kind of drifted off from New Jersey. We did. But we've definitely hit the point, the main points, like the takeaway. Yeah. I mean, we have like our nice episode next week. I don't know if you saw the trailer or not, but like, they're going to start fighting on there. Marge is confronting everybody. I mean, Teresa's confronting everybody with Louie and Marge just going in. Yeah, because it's a salesman situation he's a car jennifer <laughs> is triggered by marge because as fuck right because her husband cheated and marge was the mistress whatever yeah it's like a whole thing whatever i'm very pumped for it i'm ready for it i'm ready for it but yeah girl i mean that's it we got through all the shows we didn't have oc this week didn't really nope. miss it like i no. said not exactly appointment tv but we're covering it because our girl Heather's on there, but yeah, and we love her. And so lastly, well, not lastly, we have to do two things. So since it is the last week of Black History Month, Hell yes. we're going to dedicate this episode to the new gal in town on Summer House, Miss Maya. Mm. Yes, I, I love her. her. Maya is I really like her. I really I, like her character. She yes. has definitely, she brought a different essence to the show. And I'm very happy that um, Sierra finally, Sierra and her on Summer House finally had that talk. Um, I was, you know, you, like just being in a predominantly white space, like you can feel some type of way. And I kind of, I started to peep it, especially like, um, like the second, third episode, because they started confusing Sierra and Maya and it's just, it started to get weird. And I saw Maya and she is obviously uncomfortable. This is her first Mm -hmm. den and everybody knows I felt some type of way about Sierra because I was like, this girl is too quiet. And I'm just like, when is she going to crack? When is she going to have that conversation? Because I, I know she's dying too. Yeah. So I think she's kind of shitty because she really like likes Austin which gross which really shows me that 
her type of men suck anyway <laughs> her type kind of sucks if you really like like austin's in a serious love triangle we need to discuss that but that's yeah for another day indeed but sierra and her they finally brought that conversation to light and I can totally relate because I went to a PWI all my entire fucking life and I deal with it every day as well. Like I nanny for a white family in a white mm-hmm. neighborhood and love them to death. Like literally the other day, my nanny kid literally drew a little black boy and you know, you don't see that that right. often. And you know, we're no. one- all the time while his sisters are at school it was a very touching moment I almost cried but anyways um I know G's my homie okay G is the best G's the best um and yeah they finally sat everybody down and I like and it's finally nice to see a character on Bravo who I like bitch I know exactly what you're going through just as a viewer it's weird to watch because you're like okay these are just white people doing shit that we would probably get arrested if we did that like right like when they had all that shit in the pool like all the tea in the pool from like their fourth of July party Mm -hmm. girl I was like I was like, if those were black people, that would be a fine. You're never coming back, blah, blah, blah. Like it's like the white privilege on that show is insane to me. But they finally, Sierra and I finally like brought that conversation. And, you know, so I want to give this episode to them. I can't believe I'm actually saying, let's just make it about my Sierra. Like girls, this is a conversation you never really see on Bravo. And I was very impressed and taken back by it, especially on Summer House. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. And like Summer House is 100% a white privileged show. I mean, not like anything not on Bravo is. Let's just make that clear. Yeah. But I was glad to finally see someone be able to say, I'm not okay with this. We need to talk about it because this is affecting me because it is affecting you. Like I'm a white chick. If someone calls me the wrong name, I'm like, okay, I'll respond. Mm -hmm. But But you're different when always text you, always like, yo, you good? Like you always check in. Like you, Mm -hmm. like you're my girl. Okay. Like you know, like you just get it. You you ask questions, you actually talk. Because it's not fair for me not to ask you, are you good? It's not fair for me to assume that you're okay with the treatment you might get day to day. And it's not unfair for me to not educate myself to ensure that the people in my life mm-hmm. who I have friends from all different parts of the world are not okay. So it's my job to have those uncomfortable conversations to ensure I'm not being ignorant because it feels better for me. Exactly. And it's not fair for me to put myself on a pedestal because it's easier for me. Mm -hmm. That's not what friendship is to me, period. Uh, It's not. And I'm really glad that they're really having the conversation Mm -hmm. on the show. Especially because Sierra and Maya are brilliant, like very smart individuals. Like they're not dumb. They're not here on someone else's like, Coattails, yeah. yeah. Like they came like, in there, they made it work. Even though Sierra annoys the living fuck out of me, but I get why she's lovable and likable character. Totally, yeah. It's not my cup yeah. of tea, but 
I do adore Home girl, both of them. Homegirl's doing the damn thing on there. She is. And I'm I'm very proud of both of them. Like I'm here for both of them. But yeah, so that's like our last week of Black History Month. Woo! <laughs> we might continue um, it, which I'm totally for. So yeah, we'll be Black History Month. Black his Black History Day every day. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So lastly, we have our daddy of the week. Mm. And of course, my daddy is Frank Catania Jr. Mr. Frank K. Frank K. Frank K. With the ball mm. gag. That's all I need. I died for that conversation. What about Look you? Look at Aaron? me. <laughs> mm, girl, you know, I don't have an issue dating younger. So oh. <laughs> I know. Anywho, my daddy of the week this week, I started re watching um, Outlander, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix. And it is, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Great show. And the main actor, Sam um, Hugan, Ooh. is gorgeous a hottie mchottie oh my god the Short guy that hair. auditioned for bond right he's james bond yeah yeah but he has short hair long hair beard no beard like any way this man decides to dress is just gorgeous yeah. to the point where like i watched his documentary about him going around scotland and the uk drinking whiskey and just didn't care because his voice is amazing he's so attractive that i literally watched a man drinking whiskey because I could and I don't even drink whiskey but like I was here for it so as you should that's my daddy of the week yum so Aaron, where can the people find you darling oh darling they can find me at a wine love and be on instagram mm-hmm. and where can they find you my love so they can find me at Simone Fluker on the gram. And then you can follow our podcast page on Instagram at Bravo's House Vibes. And if you have any inquiries or questions and want to email us, you can email us at Bravo's House Vibes.com. I mean, <laughs> at Bravo's House at gmail.com. I mean, we can have a website. <laughs> I mean, I can like work on that that's fine there <laughs> i can't obviously it's been we're I'm fine dead. i'm dead okay we're All right, fine y'all. it's fine so we hope that you guys have a fabulous weekend be safe and yeah thanks for vibing with us y'all always guys it's always a vibe yeah peace out Bye. Bye, guys.